0: The first Spanish words I learned were dirty, dirty words. Of course, because here's what happens: you, I, I was traveling through Mexico. I love Mexico. Traveling through Mexico, I meet some guys, and they're like, "Oh, we'll teach you some Spanish." <laughs> and the big joke, of course, is you teach the gringo the most filthy words, mm-hmm. so that if I ever use those, I will get beaten up in Mexico. <laughs> but I'm, I'm 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 privy to this, so I don't anything I learn from them. I don't even say it. I think, <laughs> oh, when you meet someone, it's appropriate to say, como estas? I'm like, yes. I ain't going to say that, because I know I'm saying something dirty. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not dirty at all. But. It's not there? No, okay. This is the Prophet First Podcast, episode 115.
1: Yes! yes. Mm. 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 Come on, See Mike always (laughs) gives himself a hernia. Well, welcome everyone to the show. (laughs) I hope you're ready for this show. This is not like other shows. This this show is different.
0: And I'm Chris Curran. I'm the founder of Fractal Recording. And I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First. This whole show is based upon the foundation of Profitability. I'm also the author of Surge. I just released it recently. If you don't have a copy of the book, what are you doing? Surge. <laughs> Go to Amazon, pick it up. Surge on. And in studio, I'm joined by Kristen Bolduck.
2: Hello again.
0: Hey. And you, listener, are yeah. listening to the Profit First podcast. It's a show where we talk about all elements of profitability. I think today's episode is going to blow your mind because we have ground zero for the first company ever. to implement Profit First started eight years ago. I'll tell you their story in just a second. Whoa. That's awesome. (laughs) So, by the way, you can hear the show wherever you hear a podcast.
1: Any platform, any podcatcher, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all that stuff. You can also rate and review the show. But, be kind. Thank you, bruh.
2: Be kind. Rewind.
1: And also, our website. Our website is ProfitFirstPodcast.com. You can go there. You can comment on this post. So, what's going to happen in this episode is Mike's going to say something that you completely either agree with or disagree with go to (laughs) profitfirstpodcast.com and and give a comment there so and and what i love best about this show it is about profit because revenue is a sticky note
0: but profit is the footnote (laughs) (laughs) no that was kind of that was bad (laughs) Yeah, yeah that was pretty bad sticky note oh uh down your throat. I gotta think of something <laughs> better. Oh my! Oh, we'll float your boat. We'll float your boat. Oh, that's the one.
1: nails it.
0: So give it to me one more time because I right. want to. You know, and make sure you edit out all the other stuff. Okay. Right. Re- yeah. Right. Revenue <laughs> is a
1: sticky note, but profit, but profit is. will float your boat. Oh, oh. just yeah. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I nailed bingo. that without any. I nailed that
0: first way out of the gate. <laughs> oh man. Uh, dude, what have you been up to, bro?
1: Oh man! Well, I'm still on YouTube watching videos now. Now I'm watching <laughs> still videos. For yeah. like now I'm watching hours. Hey, I never realized how great Larry Bird was. Larry Bird, the basketball player from the Boston Celtics. I didn't know he was Bird like literally word. top three or four all-time
0: ultimate player. Did you? mind? Oh, insanely good. Yeah, I didn't know insanely that. Insanely good. I mean, I knew he was good. Check but... out. I actually, in my new version of Profit First, I'm re-releasing Profit First. It comes out 2017 February. Mm. I write a story about. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Rick Barry. and uh, Actually, I'm sorry, Wilt Chamberlain. Wait, Wilt Chamberlain and Rick Barry. Rick Barry was the only basketball player uh, in the professional leagues to do the underhand shot in modern times. Wilt Chamberlain um, used it in one game and had the highest scoring game in history, 100 points by a single player in one game. (laughs) That's Um, awesome. Yeah, so. <laughs> so February 2017, Profit First. Wow, we're going to have to talk about that.
1: But
2: 2.0.
1: Yeah, so what have you been 2.0. up to, oh? What have you been up to, Christina?
2: Oh, um, I actually have an audition in a couple of weeks that I'm pumped about. Ooh. kind of popped up out of nowhere. Um, so hopefully, it's just something local. I'm just, you know, soothing my soul, but I'm excited about it.
1: So next episode, instead of grunting in the beginning, you need to hit a really high note and just
0: like... Destroy everything. Hold it. Yeah, yeah.
1: You should. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, Jesus.
0: Audition live. Here. And for me, for me, last episode we recorded. I had chocolate up the side of my face. You didn't say anything. Uh,
2: yeah. I
0: went up to go to the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell is that? A birthmark.
2: <laughs> I didn't even notice it. That's to be awesome. with our,
0: you. our new colleague emily starts today she is a it's a wonderful gesture she brings in these crack brownies that you can't stop eating i bite into one it squirts uh chocolate up my face
1: i smear it with my hand it's over my glasses
2: my eye and you don't say a thing oh, i just like to mess with you dude
0: you should have instagrammed them jeez
2: i should have i should have
0: all right well i hope you got your 17 point seatbelt system on today because you're about to go in for a ride of your life talking about the implementation of profit first in a business the guys who started doing this you're not going to believe the before and after uh and the path they took to get there isn't by the book so to speak or literally they found their own tweaks to it i want to learn what those are but first, before we talk about them (laughs) i want to thank our corporate partners uh and christine i remember to integrate them chris saved us last week yes he did uh i want to thank fundera Fundbox, Nextiva, and Receipt Bank for making the show possible. We'll give you more details on them in a little bit. Their names are Jose and Jorge. They read my book, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, and that came out about eight years ago. I then put on a little mini conference. I think there were about 25 or 30 of us up there. It was my first little event. These guys traveled all the way from Florida up with their, I think at the time, girlfriends, now wives, um, set, like you know they're not like it's not not like all four are married together (laughs) you know it's not like some. and uh, they wanted to explore they wanted to explore profit first now here's the funny thing in Toy Paper Entrepreneur it was literally a small section about a paragraph I devoted to this as I just originated the concept and these guys started playing with it well subsequent to this they've taken specialized ECU repair which uh, focuses on automobile computer repair for super high end uh, exotic European cars you know the the well, they can tell you more about that, but they their business is wildly profitable and successful in growing fastest market because of their implementation of profit first. So let's discover how they did it. Jorge and Jose, welcome to the show, Gentlemen. brothers, hermanos, primos, primos, <laughs> primos, primos, yeah. primos yeah. hermanos, 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 <laughs> primos. Yeah, or oh or just goodness. or just mono. I could just say mono, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's another way of doing it. It's, it's <laughs> all perfect. It's all perfect. <laughs> it's all, it's all perfect. <laughs> tu, tu eres me, me So, here's the question, guys. W- what turned you on to profit first? Why would you even think eight years ago that something like this may have an impact on your business?
3: Um, I think it was to begin with. Uh, must have been that we had a lot of misconceptions about what a business is, how it's supposed to fulfilled your lifestyle and, you know, that anxiety, that, um, I'd also say this, like the, uh, um, you know, just a lot of, like I mentioned, um, misconceptions is gonna make you very curious. It makes you think that there's probably a better way. And when I find a better way, then, or when I find an alternative, you want to jump on the opportunity right away. Um, and, I mean, it's just none of us had any kind of previous experience on what was right, what was wrong. And you gave us like the first idea that made complete sense to us.
0: Well, Jose, eight years ago, uh, how long, I want to kind of take the business back and look at that window when you started doing Profit First. How old or established was your business at that point? What was the environment like? How profitable at that point was the business?
4: Well, the the company got established in two thousand seven, and um, it was a just one man operation, myself in uh, in this uh, room in an apartment building, where um, some people used to drive to leave their car, you know, and the guard will say to them, "This this is just a, a building. This is not a shop." Most people right. didn't knew that I, I was running small operation or business. <laughs> You know, from the apartment, and that was pretty much. I was not ready to rent anything, and um, and it was uh, it was an exploration of what was going to happen, you know, with the business. But it was a small operation. Most of my customers, they were people that I knew. They were local shops, and um, and Jorge at that time was helping me out with the advertising to see if um, we were able to gain traction, gathering more customers um, at that time honestly it was it was scary at some 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 time because I was married and we were thinking about having kids and the pressure to see if I was doing things right or I needed to go and find a second job or quit altogether what I was doing so it's it's um, it was it was a roller coaster of emotions until we found the, an horizon, you know? We were kind of like tumbling left and right until we got balance and uh, we got into some trouble too uh, at the beginning. With taxes, yeah. taxes accountant. accountants. accountants and oh, It was boy. a mess, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. Most people will quit if they don't have the right direction or they don't have the right emotional support. That, that's for sure.
0: I got to hear mm-hmm. about this tax difficulty. What, can you give us some of the details? What you uh, back then?
4: Yeah, well,
3: you know, in the beginning, Jose was pretty much doing everything on his own. He would receive the customer, add him to an accounting system, do the customer service on the phone, uh, do the repairs do so the testing, shipping and handling. Um, literally, I like say, one-man operation. And, right. you know, if you have one person, one customer per month, that's fine, you can do it. But then once you begin to have five people, uh, 10 people, 15 people per month, then it's very easy for one person to, you know, just kind of not be able to handle everything. Um, And then um, so he had um, asked another accountant to help him out with, you know, the few invoices that he was, you know, collecting to make sure that he was doing everything by the book. Well, this person was just kind of really winging it and did it. Did everything as a side job and we probably just you know conferenced and call like probably every you know very very randomly um and then uh yeah when basically we had um, the first year that we had to file for taxes the there was an audit on our uh, Florida ta- taxes because we had we had we hadn't collected any taxes and basically every customer that we had was from Florida. So we should have collected taxes from every single person or, okay. or at least if we didn't, we, should, we had to explain why we didn't because it would be like a resale tax certificate to excuse you from collecting them. And we didn't know what a resale tax certificate was, when is it okay, <laughs> right. when do you charge it. And it's like so many little rules that we, we messed up every single one of them. Um,
0: so, so how did you recover back then? I mean, did you just have to pull out of your own pocket, any of the taxes you owed?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, that's the only way you could do it. We, I think, we hired an accounting firm to help us out, like, uh, uh, kind of help us like figure out exactly what we owed because we didn't know. I mean, our, our QuickBooks were horrible, or it was we just everything was out of control, I and mean, we just didn't know what we were doing. Um, and the, the way to do it was that um, we just tried to comply with what they wanted see exactly how much we owed. It ended up being, you know, probably, I'm not sure, if it was like 2500 bucks or something like that that we owed. It wasn't much, but back then, that's all we had in the bank account.
0: (laughs) That means it's everything.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot. Hey, Mike, quick question for you, Mike. If someone is somehow all of a sudden owes a lot of taxes. Is that a, a, a time when you might call Fundera and sort of maybe need a business loan? Or, or is taking a business loan for taxes n- not a good idea, typically?
0: Yeah, and, and sometimes impossible, but Fundera could possibly source that <laughs> for you. But I'll tell you, here's one thing you can do, is if you need to sustain normal operations, you could use Fundera to fund those normal operations, freeing up cash to pay your tax liability. Oh, abilities. see. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Jorge, uh, Jorge
2: uh, Jorge. Jorge and Jose.
0: If you if you combine the two, you're Jorge. Just you know, Jorge and Jose. uh, Just so you know, we like to plug our sponsors in the middle. So, uh. but let me ask you this: Um, you discover profit first, you implemented it, but I think you you started. How did you get started on profit first?
3: And I think it must have been like you're saying, you know, along the lines of your book, um, and that's when the curiosity started. Um. You know we're getting you know like uh, we're getting anxious that we're working a lot of hours and we're just not feeling like we're growing financially. We didn't feel like we were growing. You know, uh, it's almost like it was better for us to quit what we were doing and then get a real job. You know, out there, it felt like that way sometimes because we just didn't had a tool to give us that, like Jose saying that, that goal, that horizon to point towards. And around that time, like I mentioned, between your book and also you had that club that we went up to uh, to see you in New Jersey. You put out a video that I don't know if you ever want to show it again in the future, but it was an awesome video that you kind of put everything on a whiteboard. Oh, I remember. I am never gonna forget because you had like nine or ten videos for that first million club that you had.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Keep going.
3: So you have one of those videos where you put everything on the whiteboard, and maybe more of a visual person. One of the one of the I think the way that you closed that video after I saw everything written down on the whiteboard and me understanding numbers. One of the last things that you said was, "Hey, your business should fulfill your lifestyle," you know. And you I don't know why it's just something like I had never heard it before, and mm. you know you're young, you're naive, you you think the world works a different way. You say that, and it's like it resonated with me. And it's like, this makes complete sense, you know. This guy's like speaking my language. Um, and that's when I tell Jose, it's like, man, let's, let's try this out because I think it's kind of like what we were looking for. Um,
0: Jose, did, did you feel that Profit First would work when you first heard about it?
4: Um, with all honesty, I mean like, when you have a coworker or a partner that, that you really trust, I mean like at that point, I knew that George was a person to trust, you know, for sure, and, and it was enough to make him my, my business partner. But um one of the reasons I, I I got George was because I know that he will be very structured and will he will not fool around, you know, with with our resources or you know, like with right. our capacity. So when he was talking to me about yourself, the toilet paper entrepreneur and and then what can we do what needed to be the steps to apply in order to see and, and to improve our lifestyle and all that? I I was you know all in into the into a system, and since the beginning, you know we we saw it working, you know. Um, yeah, it was hard for to convince the account the bookkeeper about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's almost like because at first it may sound illegal, you know,
2: <laughs>
3: but but then it's kind of like it's not. It's just it's, it's because, of course, if you break somebody's conception about how things the world works and you kind of flip it upside down the way that you flip finances upside down, then it makes more sense for the entrepreneur. Uh,
0: Let, let's so fast true. forward to today and then I want to go through all the challenges like the bookkeeper challenge. Tell me about your business today, and any numbers that you feel comfortable sharing. It just it just helps me really understand. Where do you stand on profitability? Where do you stand on uh, on the pay that you're taking for yourselves in that tax situation? Has that ever come up again? And, and has this helped grow your business faster, or has it slowed it down? All that stuff.
4: Well, I'm gonna say that we uh, we live now with peace of mind that. Um, Things are taken care of uh, on the tax because of the great help we have and the and the great directions and instructions. Now things they're done ABC and no, you know, not like before for sure. Mm-hmm. Or our our paychecks and our salaries, what we make are definitely um, how to say it? It's uh, it's not effortless because you work, but it puts in a smile in your face every month, you know, like you're doing it and you're collecting it, and um, and it and it has uh, it has perspective to keep growing, you know, every year without any problems. And on on the part of the profit of the company and and the and the numbers that we're making, it's it's we feel like a like a like an engine that is running very smooth and is keeping pace and accelerating and without any issues. I mean. This is the, the great part that, that I feel, you know, that the accomplishment on, on taking the right steps. And if, if it's going to be an example for any companies outside, it's, it's just to <laughs> um, follow, follow steps, you know, from people that they know what they're doing. And, uh, and, and don't, don't try to be smart, especially with taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. They will bite you. So is your, sure. your
0: company your company now is reserving your personal tax liability for both you, George, and Jose, in advance for you. The company saves that money for you yeah, now, right? Course. Yeah, yeah, yes.
3: I mean, yes. we we don't, uh, I have a separate bank account that it's already every week it puts money in there so that when tax time comes around, the money's there. And I really, I mean, I remember the first three years we had to pay taxes out of our own pockets. It was horrible because we didn't know what we were going to owe. Right. Now it's been like, you know, we're going to be coming up on year 10 now. And it's like for the past five or six years, taxes haven't been a drama. You know, there's no drama in taxes anymore.
0: Right. Because um, you didn't start with the taxes. I think when you started, you just started with a small profit account and built it. And then you started going into the, the fuller implementation of Profit First, started reserving taxes and so forth. Is that right? Of course. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's
3: what we do. Um, so
0: and then let's talk mm-hmm. about owner's pay. Um you are taking a predetermined percentage. Are you comfortable sharing the percentage that you take? Yeah, nine
3: percent. That... We do about nine percent right now. Uh, it right, could. So... It's about. It's a little bit more um, because of another thing that we're doing as well. But it's a. Uh, right now, it's about nine percent. Um, solid. We've been doing that probably for about a year and a half now.
0: Okay, so nine percent of all your income goes to your pay. How much money do you reserve for taxes? Percentage wise, again, can you share that?
3: Eh. Uh... Shoot, uh, I don't know percentage. I know I put like six hundred bucks a week.
0: <laughs> okay, so whatever that was that to be. I got you, and yeah. then but it covers your taxes, and then in uh, six hundred bucks a week, that's thirty thousand a year. So that that's a substantial amount of reserves mm-hmm. to pay your taxes, and you also have a profit on top of that, right? You're allocating yeah. money toward what? What percentage is that?
3: Uh, that's probably gonna be the way that I think we do twenty five percent of the nine percent that we take, or something. It's something like that. Um, okay, so twenty five percent, nine percent
0: right. is roughly roughly two and a half percent of your yeah, top yeah. line incomes, also allocated to to uh, profit. Now, when you and I were talking, and by the way, Christina, George, and uh, Jose are featured in my newest book. Oh, great! Uh, so I was interviewing George. Uh, Jose was was home in his beautiful house and kitchen uh, <laughs> that day, and I was interviewing him. And I said, "So, what do you do with your profit now?" And George, do you mind just sharing? like how you like to uh, leverage, to use that profit for yourself?
3: Uh, Well, you know, personally, you know, my wife and I do a lot of traveling. Um, So a lot of first expenses go there. We also, at this moment, we don't have any children, so we kind of like, you know, are able to, um, you know, we, we are, we're always hanging out outside of the house often, so we get to eat out all the time. And that was something that you know, we we could never do um, before because you know you you're living like you know <laughs> below middle class uh, at one point. And but dude,
0: you're also uh, kite surfing if yeah. I recall correctly.
2: Wow, like yeah, that's no, your passion,
0: yeah.
3: right? We do a ton of uh, a ton of sports. Uh, and Jose has been like a surfer for life, and uh, now just like two weeks ago, he was with me in Puerto Rico learning to kiteboard.
1: Um, <laughs> so
0: all on your profit, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: And it's so and cool like I, when you're traveling too, like you know, I like keeping track of the receipts when you're traveling is really hard. So having it's the, impossible. using a the, the receipt bank especially when you're traveling is very handy, I found.
0: Yeah, and you're always in these different countries, the the language can be different. I know you guys have gone to Europe and maybe so it's German or Italian. Just scan it in and it gets translated by Receipt Bank. Uh, at yeah. receiptbank.com. <laughs> so, uh Jose, you as far as I understand, you've replaced your entire kitchen to the point where it was featured in a magazine. You
4: Aren't you into model airplanes or something? Oh, yeah. Well, um, again, um, the difference between George and I is, uh, I'm of course, married. Now I have two kids. Um
0: nice. Dos niños. Thank you.
4: Niños. <laughs> and And we went from an apartment uh, to a nice house where we built the, the model kitchen. And, um, That's awesome. It, it's been... Uh, uh, a wise investment uh, to to buy the house, and at some point I'm going to flip it. And so I've been investing a little bit of the money on that, uh, but carefully, not to not to be uh, underwater. Uh, and uh, yeah, I one of my hobby uh, lifetime hobbies is uh, model airplanes. So um, yep. I try to go and fly them uh, locally as much as I can. It's a little bit difficult with the with the kids cause they deserve, uh, you know, a lot of time. And, 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 but as George is saying, we, um, I've been, I just got back from Argentina. I went there for one week. My family was there for almost a month with the two kids. And, and that's what I look forward to. Um, you know, to, and, and to, came out of your
0: pro- didn't your profit pay for that? Oh yeah.
4: Try- yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's, I mean, like- savings are not touched at all. And, um,
0: oh my yeah. god
4: this was <laughs> amazing <laughs> so I, it's so funny
0: Christina these gentlemen have lived the system so long yeah. to them it's like yeah well, you know, of course like, you so hear it, great, George George's right? like of course of course of I course was going to prop- ask him,
1: for that. like why don't you go back why don't you stop using prop for? Go, go back to the way it was would you yeah. consider that <laughs> uh,
3: no I mean there's really I was I think I was, I've told Mike before that um, there's no there's no going back because it gives you so much clarity and peace of mind uh, when there's very few things that you can use to predict the future. And if you, if more people could predict the future, it'd be, um, uh, you know, it'd be great for business. Uh, you could like, <laughs> yeah. you know, catch trends. This is a way of doing it. That's how I feel about it. It's a way for you to know where you're going to be in a year from now, maybe two years. And it helps you have that peace of mind confidence and that, Hey man, you and your family are gonna be okay. Your lifestyle is gonna be okay, and you can plan for you know what Jose can plan for his bigger house. You know he can plan for his kids' uh, education for college. Um, you know, and and he can plan for whenever you know he just he, whenever he can he's been able to he takes uh, trips where he just goes out and flies airplanes for a whole week in Oregon, in like awesome places. Like he can actually it gives you a peace of mind that you know like hey man that's. October next year, this trip's gonna come, and it's gonna, it's gonna be, be no problem. We're gonna be able to do it, and there's no drama behind it.
0: You know, it's, uh, it's <laughs> and easy. it comes out of profit, right? Brilliant. Yes. Oh, that's how that's many vacations nice are you guys doing a year, either together or separately? Total vacations that no, the company's profit.
3: Together, we did this one about two, three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> we did, <laughs> of
4: course, yeah. We went to Vegas. Last we year. went to
3: Vegas on November. November. Um, okay. we went to Vegas in November and uh, we it's 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 hard because Jose has children, you know, so it's hard for him sure. to
0: They and, don't gamble that much. They don't <laughs> gamble. Yeah. You know, yeah.
3: But um but it, it the, the together part is hard. So what, what we try and do is just like uh you know, he'll go and do something and then I'll take care of things while he's away and vice versa. Um, but
4: how many vacations have you gone I'll, on? I'm gonna I'm gonna going tell for? you the truth. Uh, yeah. Jorge does at least six to seven days every month of a month? <laughs> month. That's <laughs> Do you hear
2: this people? You three yeah, out of four I, weeks. I'm gonna step in into that
4: because that's something that we actually agree on. And and we're, I'm being his business partner, I'm happy that he he's doing that because he can be more productive that way. If you put him yeah. you know, if you strap him into the chair, you know, in front of the computer, he'll need to stretch out. It's all. right. and so- and and it's a little bit different for me because you cannot be asking the school, you know, to, hey, I'm going to take my kid out of, you know, every right. week, you know, for two days. So uh, th- right. that's, that's different. But, but you express in other ways,
0: you use the profit to improve your house, to, to make the vacation your home, it sounds yes, like.
4: exactly. That's um, to improve the lifestyle, especially of, of the kids. And talking about neighborhood, uh, the school that we... that. Uh, one of the kids goes to or in the perspective of the other one that, that is going it's going to go um, I mean like yeah definitely it's, and what it's what about more like a I mean, vacation house wh-
0: wh- I don't know if you can share the size of your business now revenue wise like wh- where are you targeting and has profit first slowed down your growth has it expedited your growth has it had no effect
3: and uh, you know we started I think the first year was probably like 80,000 the first okay. year that, that respectable that we uh fact, next year probably like 150, and then it's you know who knows if this year we can do 800. You know we're, we're
0: 800 thousand dollars.
3: So that's what we're trying. You know we are we're going in that direction, but the uh, 800 thousand dollars. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that sounds like a big number and all that, but the thing is that we do a lot of research and development. We um, we put a lot back into research and development. We are in an industry that requires that you're always innovating. It's almost like a, like Pfizer, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like, yes, you're always putting a lot of money into it. Um, so it sounds like a good, uh, like a, like a good number. And as we grow our research and development, will keep growing. Um, but, uh, but the, the whole thing with the uh, profit first, it hasn't stopped us from growing. What it helps us is to make smart decisions. I see. Um,
0: So, can you give me one example of a decision that Profit First influenced?
3: Yeah. um, About two years ago, uh, we rented an additional space um, to store cars and to maybe expand a little bit. But it was more to store cars. We hadn't, because we were so busy, we didn't plug those numbers into an Excel spreadsheet that helps me know, hey, is there going to be something left, um, or is our profits going to be, or our profits, are are they going to be compromised? I didn't plug that in, so we kind of made the decision. We were feeling good. We kind of went with the gut, like, "Oh, we're feeling good about this." And then when I actually sat down and I plugged the numbers of that decision, I go, "Like, whoops! Wait a second, that compromised, you know, what you know, our, our profitability. It compromised the minimum that Hosanna were uh, expecting to earn." And it was a, a big wake-up call to, know, like, hey, let's stop this right now. So we kind of, I don't know if we lasted probably like three or four months in that place or something like that, but um, maybe it was longer, but we kind of, like, before the bleeding continued, mm-hmm. we said, let's stop right now. So that's that's a good way for us to, like, avoid a catastrophe.
0: Um, it it sounds like you felt the impact very quickly of that decision. You're evaluating your profit constantly, and... You unwound it. Where I find most people, they make a decision and then they constantly justify it. Well, we need this space. We have to do it. We'll make it up in sales. But it sounds mm-hmm. like you guys did the reverse. Um, <clears throat> what? So we have many entrepreneurs listening to the show right now. What would you suggest for them to get started with Profit First? Like, What's the first step for someone to get started to see if this will work for them?
3: Um, man, you really have to... I know. It, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but If you get a little bit of knowledge on Excel spreadsheets, it really helps Mm -hmm. out. If you just know how to add things and divide and subtract, Mm -hmm. it just saves you so much time. Right now, I think I'll share this with you after the show. I'll I'll give you a uh, my Excel spreadsheet where it's kind of like my cheat sheet, and we decide things within literally two minutes. We know whether things are going to work or not. Dude,
0: could we share that with our audience? Yeah, yeah, we put that in our show notes.
3: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'll I'll, uh, I'll have to like, of course, kind of like make it more um, uh, user
0: friendly. Neutral. Uh, user
3: friendly. Neutral. Yeah. Neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Neutral? <laughs> but, uh,
0: Gracias, Mitiyo. Wow. that's awesome.
3: I hope you like okay. it. Okay. And um, but but that's kind of like what we use, you know. And I suggest that everybody that is a an entrepreneur uh, and this, I tell this to my sister, and I tell this who, who she wants to start things on her own. I tell this to my wife if she wants to start something on her own that, hey, you know, it's, I know that math can be a little bit, um, scary, but, yeah. um, if you just dedicate, you know, a few minutes to so plugging the numbers, if you're happy with, um, if, if what you want to earn is possible with your idea, do it. If, if you plug in the numbers and it doesn't, and it, it's not happening, stop it before, stop it, don't do it, you know? Cause otherwise yeah. you're going to be swimming against the current and you're going to like, you know, put all these excuses when it should have been so clear to begin with. You could save so much time of your life and effort if you just really learn a little bit of math and put it in an Excel spreadsheet.
0: So let me ask the one final question going right back to the process or, or the transition. You said your bookkeeper was resistant to it. They thought maybe, maybe it's even illegal. How did you convince your bookkeeper to support you in Profit First?
3: Uh, definitely, it took probably three months for him to understand the idea because, you know, he, he's an, he's an older guy, but he's very smart about what he does. He does everything by the book. And, um, but it took a couple of months for him to understand what we were trying to do. And, um, um, especially when he comes from, a you know, the gap accounting, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, he comes from, you know, the, the old school side of looking at things. And when we flip upside down, He's never necessarily seen it that way. He's more seen it like, well, just, just kind of like pay yourself a higher salary, you know And, and by us kind of like looking at, no, let let's before we earn the dollar, let's figure out exactly what we want to earn um, and, and and then make everything else have to like adjust to conform to that. And it really forces uh, once he sees the results, um, he's gone along with it right now perfectly. Um, I just basically send him an email every month. Hey, this is our distribution. Um, And he gets it 100% what we're doing. Wonderful.
0: Um, I hope he encourages more people to follow suit. Guys, for the folks listening in uh, who want to learn more about specialized ECU repair and and both of you, where can they go to get more information? um,
4: Uh, They can go to the website. It's www.ecudoctors, with the S at the end, .com. And they can also uh, watch our videos, some of the videos on YouTube. So yeah. if they um, type ECU doctors or um uh, ECU repair, um, you guys are going to be able to see a lot of the processes that we do and what we encourage people uh, uh, how to, you know, take this smart decisions about, you know, like what process or what service they need to follow when they work with a company.
0: All right, my listening friend, go to ecudoctors.com right now, or, or hop on YouTube, uh, especially if you own a Porsche, now you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. Go to ecudoctors.com. Mis tios, gracias so much for being on the show. You guys are just wonderful gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mike. Have a good day, guys. Thank you so much. Thank See you later, guys. Great Bye. job. Man. See you. Mm. Now, when he said it's not your, for some people, it's not your cup of tea, did he say not your cup of tequila? That's what I heard. Oh! Uh,
2: oh. Tequila in your tea.
0: Yeah, I love tequila. Uh, I have... Because uh, you're a booze hound. Yeah, I am a booze hound. I do, <laughs> but I, just, I do love tequila. I have like six different types um, upstairs. Now I, I was going to share the names of them. And I forgot them all. <laughs> I even do have Cuervo though. And everyone's like, oh, Cuervo sucks. I'll tell you, it makes a great margarita. So mm-hmm. suck it. I think it's pretty
2: tough. <laughs> suck it. Suck it.
0: I think Cuervo makes a good margarita. Okay, so let's talk about what we learned in just a moment. Um, first, I want to thank our corporate partners again. Maybe... Maybe you had acute enough hearing that we actually snuck them in almost subliminally. (laughs) Uh, A twofer. Do you remember their names? Who were they? I thought so. I thought you remembered. But just as a refresher, we talked about Receipt Bank. In your international travels, you can be scanning in your receipts and they'll sync up with your accounting system. We talked about Nextiva, the voice over IP phone system that blows away all their phone systems. We've been using them forever now. Fundbox, if you have an invoice due to you and your client's not paying in time, Fundbox will release all those funds to you immediately and you can continue your collections as normal so they don't interfere with your client relationship. Mm -mm. And then Fundera, which is one-stop loan shopping. uh, I don't suggest getting a loan to pay your taxes. That sounds like stealing from Peter, punching him in the face, and giving it to Paul, and then punching Paul in the face. That's what it sounds like.
1: (laughs) And then drinking Cuervo. Yeah,
0: yeah, give it to Cuervo. He'll give it to Don Julio. Yeah, but they're a great great company for many of your loan needs, and perhaps even that one unique one. All right, I want to know what we learned today. Chris, I'd like that you'd go first,
1: sir. You know, i the most brilliant thing that was said on this episode, and this is this just struck me like lightning. Profit first is a way to predict the future. Oh, mm. I mean, yeah. that seriously, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> That's it.
2: Christina, I love that. Christina. Mike dropped. Um, I think that, I think, I like that Jose and Jorge reiterated that they started small because I feel like there are still a lot of businesses out there who are struggling so much and they may read profit first and they may hear what we're saying on our podcast but not, Say, I don't have the money to do this. I don't know how to get started. Mm-hmm. And they literally just started with a profit account and they said, okay, let's dabble in this. And then as it became more successful, you keep going, but you don't have to go all or go home. You, you take it a little step at a time. And then one day you wake up and you're like, wow, we're in a great position. And this is how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, <laughs> hallelujah. so, yeah, they started at $80,000 in revenue. That's yeah. a small little business. They're now 800000 which is a much bigger small little business. The funny thing is uh, there's been sh- companies on this, sh- this show that have done millions of dollars, and they aren't living the lifestyles that Jorge and, and Jose, or he goes by George, by the way. I, I call him Jorge, but it's George and Jose, mm. the, the- this lifestyle that they live. I mean- Six to seven days a month on vacation. Jones. off, off. And then Jose's like, and I support it. You know why? Because the profitability is growing. It's a working formula. Yeah. And they know it because they can see it in their profit. Um That's the impact they will have. And both these guys are modest. Like, the lifestyle that they live is what many of these multi-million dollar company owners aspire to have but they've baked it in from day one so that that kind of blew me away but the the other takeaway was the peace of mind uh jorge said it george said it over and over again he's like yeah peace of mind peace of mind i when the money is there there's a mind shift and i'll tell you one thing of the we've, We estimate there's about 30,000 companies now running Profit First. And hopefully you, as you're listening, you'll be the 30,000 in one <laughs> to do it. But there's 30 in one There's 30,000 companies that we estimate that are doing it right now. And I see a consistent thing. When you start Profit First, you don't get rich overnight, Mm-mm. but you get confidence overnight. You start seeing this money accumulating, and it's like, holy cow, you can feel the shift immediately. And then it, it sustains throughout clearly from George's and Jose's uh, experience there. So that was my takeaway. Can you give me another Chris, ta-
1: hallelujah, please?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here I you go. I need that. I really Bread. Bread. Because I want to ask you. Bread. Bread. I, to ask you. Bread. Bread. I got it. Bread. <laughs> Bread. <laughs> Bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah.
1: So Bread. if you're listening to this, I want you to do a little exercise with me. If you would like to have six to seven days per month off and still make the same amount of money you do, Raise your hand.
0: I just raised my hand. Okay. <laughs> I
1: just raised my hand. I hit the hand. microphone raising my hand. <laughs> Christina. I hit the microphone. It's Here. up. It's up. Okay. All right. Just just checking. Hello. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This has been a I mean, this has been a wonderful episode. I like what you just said. Can I give my uh, takeaways from what I learned from you giving your takeaway? <laughs> sure. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Because you just said you don't by implementing profit first, you don't get rich overnight. You become confident overnight. Oh, mm. mm. man.
0: Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> mm. That's what I'm now, talking and about. I'll tell you, the <laughs> proof is with these guys. Literally, it was one paragraph in buried in The Toy Paper Entrepreneur, and they started it. So you don't need to master the entire system. You don't even have to read my entire book, which you... <laughs> For God's sake, you should. (laughs) But you don't need to. You can get started by just listening to this one episode. Go and set up one bank account at your bank today and call it profit and start allocating, just start slow, 1% of all revenue to it, and you've gotten started. Then let the snowball effect take place. There you go. So this is. This has been oh, awesome. Sorry. So listen, you can also
1: go to the, the website, ProfitFirstPodcast.com. You can comment on the post of this show. We want your questions. We want your comments. You can also rate and review our podcast anywhere. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, you can give us a rating or a review, if you'd like to. Uh, and you can, you know, five stars would be preferable on a, from our yeah, end. We'd Thank we'd you. we like that. We'd like, we'd that. like that. So, and, and, and by the way, remember, you know how people talk about the world before the internet Like, I just saw this thing on Facebook. It was 25 years ago, I think today or yesterday, that the internet started. Before that, there was no internet. There was a time when there was no cell phones, right?
0: Think about that. There was
1: not even a smartphone. Forget smartphones. There was no cell phones. Well, can you imagine a time and, and, and Jorge and Jose were there? When there was a time when profit first professionals did not exist. And people like George would go to their accountant and say, hey, we're going to do this. And the accountant's like, what? That's crazy. You can't do that. Now we live in a world (laughs) where you can get an accountant or bookkeeper that understands profit first. I mean, Mike, do you you see the line I'm drawing in the sand here?
0: I I see the line. (laughs) I I feel the line.
1: Like pre-profit professionals.
2: And yeah, post-profit. and speaking of the line, I'd like to kind of shout out or start shouting out some of our current and long-standing members. Um, starting, one specifically, Cindy Thomason. We've had her on the Profit First podcast a couple times. She's a bookkeeper over in Arkansas. She niches in Amazon sellers. So shout out to Cindy for being a long-time standing mender. And mender, I don't know what a mender is. Really, but it sounds damn impressive. <laughs> a mender, a member. Um, <laughs> and to connect with her and more uh, bookkeepers and accountants like her, call us please
0: call yeah yeah. oh yeah we gotta do more shout outs I keep on forgetting to bring that up um, but here's the thing you gotta do there used to be this old school mentality mm-hmm. based upon gap accounting which stands for generally accepted accounting principles by the way if something's generally accepted like <laughs> that should be a red flag right there <laughs> and what it said is sales minus expenses equals profit that's the foundational formula of old school accounting but that means profit comes last it's a leftover it's forgotten <laughs> You know, when something comes last, is unwanted. The last kid picked for the kickball team is the one that nobody wants. Which if was, you're not which first or last, yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks for that voice, Ricky like Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby, <laughs> it's true. We need to put profit first. That's what the concept is. But you need an advocate that supports it. Can you imagine trying to do profit first and your bookkeeper counts? Says you can't do that. I resist. I resist. <laughs> well, you'll you'll struggle. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now click on the find button we will introduce you to accountants and bookkeepers who support profit first what? who can guide you through it what they can address the nuances what yeah yeah it's all true <laughs> the taxes uh and, and all the different nuances with the compliance they do that how to make actually more money take home more money in your pocket and give less to the government they do that legally so go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now click on find Fill out the little form there, and we will hook you up with someone who will guide you to the highest degree of profitability you've ever
1: experienced. That's right. Guidance is good. You know, understanding the nuances is good, but these profit-first professionals actually help drive profit to your business. It's insane. So thank you again to Jorge and Jose and Mike and everybody and Christina and everybody in the background over there. Mike, who's up next week? Susan's coming. I'm not gonna-that's what I'm gonna say because I can't find Lesson's
2: anybody. She's coming. Okay. <laughs> you better be ready. You better there be
1: you ready. There you go. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening. Seriously. See may the prophet be with you. Peace.
0: Bruh, <laughs>